up, fam? This is your host, Cindy Chu, and welcome to our very first episode of Creative Queens Podcast. So I started this podcast as a way to share my experiences as an Asian American female artist in the entertainment industry. A little bit more about me. I've been in the industry for about nine years and I'm an award-winning screenwriter, actress, and producer. My web series Queens won 2019 Best TV Pilot Comedy at Omnicultural TV Fest. It got nominated for four awards at New Jersey Web Fest and won a direct selection to Seoul Web Fest 2020. So right now we're working on our second episode. It's in post-production and we just had a screening with Nywift, New York Women in Film and Television, and our pilot's going to be making its Asia premiere this coming August. Aside from that, I've been working on my pilot scripts, Anna Wong. It was in Second Round Sundance, Episodic Lab last year, and my other feature uh, film scripts, 69 Bayard. It was a 2019 Pitch Royale winner featuring judges like Baz Luhrmann and Jason Blum. It was also in Second Round Sundance for their Asian American Fellowship. So I started this in 2011, and this is a basically a pil- compilation of all the things that I learned along the way. And I'll be sharing real shit that's going on in my career in real time. And I'm going to be doing interviews with other women of color creatives to talk about their own journeys and trials and tribulations and basically all the shit we, knew, we wish we knew starting out in the industry. Alright, so what is this episode? Today, for the very first one... We're going to be talking about what to do when you're starting out, and I'm going to be dropping three pieces of tangible advice to get y'all started. But why this episode? Okay, so the thing is, for women of color and Asian Americans, the experience in Hollywood and entertainment industry is different in compared to our white peers. Obviously, we're not represented enough, and that that shit is still ongoing. You know, for me, for my personal experiences, I barely had any women of color or people of color teachers in my grad school, where I went to the actor studio drama school or even acting school. Uh, I went to Teach Driver Studios, and then also went to improv school, Williamstown Theater Festival, all these like really great in- institutions, but there were barely any guidance as far as what it's like for people of color and women of color, Asian Americans. And this is um, something I hope to fill the gap with because these are things that I actually had to learn in real time. And also, like, if if y'all have seen the Joaquin Phoenix Baptist speech that went viral recently where he talks about how how Hollywood is really privileged for white folks and they have the opportunity to tell more of their stories than the rest of us and that it's their responsibility to dismantle the institution. And I fully agree, so I'm glad he said that shit. While us people of color really got to push forward regardless. All right, so to the advice. Number one, when you're starting out, I think the most important thing to keep in mind uh-huh, is your mindset as an actress, when I started out, even now, really, the norm is that you'll be rejected 90% of the time. And same thing if you're a writer. Like, I submitted to mad festivals, fellowships, screenplays, competitions, uh, and I don't get into most of them despite the awards that I've gotten thus far. And that's just part of the game, and that's something to come ready with. Because if you don't, the rejection will kill you, seriously. Because it... It's not personal at all and understand that, it, yeah, that is a norm and it's okay. But keep in mind that 
you know you're doing your best work and that's really all that matters for example like as an actress sometimes the role isn't for you and one of the actress is, her name is Vanessa, she's mad dope who auditioned for my series Queens. She came in for two of the main uh, main characters and she was amazing. Well, she's also from Queens and that's something we both um, really related to because that's, that's where I'm from. And the thing was, for the characters, there were just other actresses that were better suited for the roles. But in our second episode, there was a character, Lucy, which I just thought she was so perfect for and who actually plays a nemesis for one of the main characters, Kim. And we just straight up offered it to her because she was fucking dope and she was just perfect for it. We could talk about mindset all day and I want to share, you know, real, real shit that's going on for me that you need to take care of yourself first and it's really easy to burn out with rejections and constant auditions constantly submitting to festivals or screenplay competitions and the results may not be what you want and how do you recover from that or how do you protect yourself from that and for myself to be honest I actually had an anxiety break last week because I've been doing so much and that's also part of the side effects of being in the industry where like I said it's not made for us so in turn I feel like I need to be more ambitious I gotta work harder I I have my uh sights on being like the next Issa Rae whether I do or don't reach that point it's whatever but that's that is where my goal's at and for the most part also too that I I really want to make a difference in representation that so that was part of the pressures I was feeling and as well as there's like ambition pressure and then also the day-to-day of going through post-production and handling the logistic of what's been going on behind the scenes and right now I'm also learning more about distribution and how to pitch the other week I went to NatP, which I'm going to talk about in another episode where I, I took meetings and I was learning how to pitch myself to begin with and how to pivot when you're in that meeting like maybe I like you you have um a project's better suited for that meeting than the one that you came in with but anyway those are also things that I that's just been all in the forefront of my mind for months and on top of that also working on the other screenplays I've been doing so that's been going on through the whole year and my self-care has really been minimum and also, yeah, this podcast is something I've been launching too. So that's why I've been, I, I've, I'm not surprised I had the anxiety break. You know, for y'all, I think it's really important for, to have close friends, whether they're in the industry or not, people that you can vent to, people that can understand you. Because for me, when I was starting out that I didn't have that type of friendship. I, I grew that in, in grad school, which took a couple of years to really create the camaraderie. But before that, like none of my friends or family really understood and especially because I come from an Asian American family which is mad conservative and if if y'all come from that type of family too it's really important to find people that can understand you uh so even aside from having close friendships I highly recommend meditation having that quiet time and always remembering why you're doing this in the first place why you're auditioning why you're why you're writing, why you're directing, all these things. And it'll be like your North Star because there's been plenty of times for me where I just want to scrap my project for Queens altogether for a lot of reasons. Um, but, you know, it for me, it's more important 
that I do my part in creating more roles for Asian Americans and women of color uh, behind and behind and in front of the camera so that's really been the main reason that's been pushing me on and your reasons might be different whatever that is keep that in the forefront and always work on your craft which is also I'm skipping forward but that is advice number three but going back so advice number two finding community this goes back to the whole close friends thing and coming from Asian conservative Asian family for me, my mom was against me going to the arts for about, for actually this entire time up until two years ago, because until she sh she saw that I I funded and produced Queens and all the work that I put in for our, our pilot episode. And on a whole side note, like she didn't even tell me directly that she was proud of me. She told my grandma and I overheard her on the phone. So that's such a, that's such a fucking Asian ass thing to do. She will never tell me straight to my face. But yeah, community. So right now, I feel like the industry has changed. Like as far as like social media, like I didn't have Facebook groups to turn to where there is now. So to name a few of communities you can find if you're, uh, women, New York City women filmmakers is great. It's free. They're grassroots. Uh, you can join their Facebook group. I've been to plenty of their plenty of their events, whether it's about taxes or legal workshop. It's really applicable shit. And even if you don't attend the events, go through their the Facebook group. Whenever I have questions, they're basically my go-to people and advisors because they know more things than I I do and. A lot of them are perhaps more experienced or have been through shit that I haven't and I'm going through now. So I highly, highly recommend them. New York, Another one is New York Women in Film and Television that I talked about, NYWIFT. They're a really well-known nonprofit organization. If you're on the newer side, you could join on the New Wave, which is, I think it's about $10 a month, but it's, it's less, it, it is less than if you... Or more experienced. I'm not really sure how else to phrase it, but don't let money be an issue. Find these pockets of free organizations to join, or that that won't break your bank. IFP is another one, independent filmmaker project. These are all New York City based, by the way. But if I'm sure there's other branches out there in whatever state that you're in, but the ones I'm listing are are in New York. Independent filmmaker projects. So that's another huge one. They're the ones that host Gotham Awards. So for that, I volunteered during IFP week last year in 2019. And that's how I got a free membership in exchange. And that'll, that saves you about maybe $100. You could go to the events. That's also in, in collaboration with uh, Freelancers Hub, the space that they hold where you can go for free co-working space, eight slots a year. No, eight slots a month, sorry. But they also have workshops. So it's a lot of these things that you can go to attend and be part of the community and also meet new people. Also example of how these shit work, like this isn't every time or anything like that, but I even met, uh, she's another woman of color. I went to her event through IFP. Originally, I just signed up for their newsletter so that's also another way to attend these events even if you are not a member basically i met this director she's fucking dope she's around my age and we connected i spoke to her afterwards and she happens to be directing a 
uh, a TV comedy show. I, I don't really want to say which one it is, but it, it's on Comedy Central. And she actually got me an audition for it. And not because, you know, she owed me or anything or vice versa, but she was just kind person. And I, I do what I can to support other people and women of color too. And it's things like that about building community that's really important. It's not about you. It's really about how you can help others. Another great organization is Ghetto Film School roster. Like a pro, They do have a program for high school students, but that's not the one I've been in or am a part of. I'm part of the roster group. So it is for, I think, 20-somethings to 34 age range. So going back to how the community is all connected, for IFP week, I met the volunteer coordinator. Her name is Sharice, and she's also from Queens. She's a woman of color, and she actually recently transferred over to the Ghetto Film School roster, and there we met again. I was also part of a focus group just last week that she ran in conjunction with NBC Universal and Comcast. So the world is super small, especially if you're a person of color or Asian American, like whatever race group that you're in, like you'll end up knowing each other and seeing each other over and over again. And another thing about community is forget the word networking and think about building relationships, show up for your community. Like for Asian Americans, there's there's this thing called Asian American International Film Festival. And I went to it last year. I saw that one of our leading actresses, Carolina, in, in my series Queens was on a panel so I went to support her and things like that that really help in the overall bigger picture rises all of us up rather than like oh what can you do for me it's about like what you can do for others and in turn y'all just help each other out and we all rise up together so yeah uh another way to also learn more about the industry if you're new like despite whatever field that you're in whether you're acting writing whatever it is I highly suggest suggest getting on set with other series led by women. I call it the words web series or or whatever it is that you're into. Because when I was an actress, uh, I am still actress, but when I was just focusing on acting, I I helped my friend Yamoria's series, hashtag Love My Roomie, also award winning series. Uh, I I was an actress on it. I was also part of the marketing lead, and that really helped me to learn more about crowdfunding, more about behind the scenes, and that. Those experiences were really helpful in terms of seeing what it took to build a series from the ground up independently. And because my friend Yamoya really works her ass off, and that really translated to when I'm when I'm working on my series Queens and really seeing the hard work that goes into it, but also understanding that you can do it. You don't have to wait for anyone else's permission to to get shit done or to create a voice for yourself and. For others that are like you, you can do you can do that yourself. Even if it's you know low budget, whatever it is, the the point is is that you can do it. So number three, do your research and be about your crafts. I'm new to podcasting. I a little backtrack. I started in acting, and that's where I got my main training at. And then I moved into screenwriting, and producing was just a side effect of it. And right now, uh, I'm new to po- this podcasting sphere. And to tell you the truth, like this is the second time I've been recording this episode because the first one was, you know, it was passable. I thought it was still good, but I got feedback from my peers and they they told me what was working and what wasn't. And after listening to the original pilot again, I heard the parts that needed to be worked on. So I just like said, fuck it and scrapped the whole shit. And so I'm re-recording this whole thing and hopefully 
you know, I really think it's better than the first. But this is what I mean about like being about your craft. If you know you can do better and if you have the time to do better, whether it's like screenwriting, acting, do it again, you know. For me, it's re-recording this episode. And for my screenwriting, it's about working on the draft if I can. Like obviously for, for my second episode, it can always be worked on, but it's already been shot. So that that's done. But in the next episode, like I can work on the screenplay better and find ways to make it better, get feedback, workshop it, do whatever you gotta do. And for acting, it could be for monologues. Maybe you didn't get that role. Maybe you fucked up in the audition, which trust I've done plenty of times but you can still work on the monologues or the script or whatever it is the skills on your own or how to audition get feedback record it and see how see how you can get better whether it's through classes or doing it on your own you know going back to the research for for this podcast right now I have a trial-based partnership with listening party at Canal Street Radio um I'm not recording there today but I've, I've recorded some episodes there that I'm gonna be putting out later on but as far as research goes, beforehand, they sent me a podcasting course video from PRX featuring Levi Ajayi, which is one of the co-hosts of Jesus and Jalof, one of my favorite podcasts. And it's things like that. I went through the entire course and that's how I learned how to do a podcast or even to do this episode. But also while I also research other podcasts that are part of Listening Party and I know some of the hosts that record there like um, Bad Asian Show and 699 Per Pounds. I'm familiar with your work. So when it came to the actual application to work with Listening Party and to interview with them, I was able to easily talk about it because it's already been researched and I actually do know them. And these are the reasons why I want to work with y'all. Going more into research also, like they asked me what kind of episodes I liked. And I told them, you know, about 699 per pound, but also Female Millennial, which also records there. And to do research on this episode and future episodes, I, I listened to Small Doses and Jesus Jalof and I, I broke down their structure and reformatted it for myself to, you know, make it my own. And I thought about what I liked and what I didn't like about their episodes. So I came ready with my cover art also and I got to them very quickly. So I feel like the the partnership with Listening Party just came about pretty naturally. Also about research, there's so many free resources out there in whatever craft that you're in. For this, the podcast, I I listen to Gary Vee a lot, who's my favorite entrepreneur. His team put out a free podcasting resource. It's on their website where they talked about which which equipment they use, what software. So I learned GarageBand from scratch and also just researched it on the internet myself. And these things are important to note like you don't need to be locked to classes or the traditional route know what works for you because right now the industry is so different even for screenwriting i didn't go to school for it i what i did do is do a lot of workshops um i was a part of a screenwriting workshop for asian americans and i also took a the for a master class the shonda rhymes TV writing course so those are what I did it still takes work but it doesn't necessarily mean like you got to get an MFA or you got to go to a traditional class to do it or you need to have a mentor all that shit just know what works for you and what doesn't all right that wraps up our first episode and you know I've been thinking about how to close out I'm still learning and y'all are here with me so I want to be real with y'all like what really comes to my mind right now is whether I'm thinking more about like spirituality. I know I just went totally left field, but this goes into self-care 
And whatever you do, think about the reasons that you can contribute to whether the industry or society, whatever the reason that you want to be in this industry. Because like I said, that's going to be your North Star. And that's something that I've been thinking about and getting back into uh, after my anxiety break because I do focus a lot about future like what's the next I could get done where's the like how can I pitch better like all these things are future oriented and I think for myself that I for I kind of forgot and got lost in the reasons I wanted to do these things in the first place like for example back to this podcast I really am doing this and spending the time on it because I hope this can be a resource for other women of color starting out in the industry in the way that I didn't and for y'all to learn learn shit that I had to learn the hard way through experience and yes that's my spirituality aspect of how I can help others more with the things that I do and not focus about so much about achievements while still having those goals in mind it's a tough balance but you know I think that it's something we we all can work on because it's really in really easy in this industry to get sucked up by all the glamour of like oh I want to get that award I want to I want to get that role if if only I got this and I can move on to the next big film or whatever the fuck it is but just keep in mind of the things that really move you and why you're here thanks for listening all right peace out